Did you know that Jesus was a minimalist? I mean, he didn't have a fancy birth. He was born in a manger. He didn't care about his appearance. In fact, the Bible said there was nothing visually desiring about him. He had one mission, one goal. He had a plan A, but not a plan B. He held one job before he began to preach. And that was the fact that he was a carpenter. He wasn't double-minded, sometimes obeying Abba, and then sometimes pleasing people. No. He thought simply. His thoughts were minimalistic. If we're being honest, I can only find one time in the Bible where he produced his own thoughts outside of the Father's. And that was when he was getting ready to be arrested. And um, he asked if there was another way, if that cup could be taken from him. That's the only time I've found where Jesus produced a single thought outside of the will of God. But with good reason, obviously, because nobody wanted to do what he was called to do. That was a hard job. But in every other instance, Jesus had an extremely minimalistic mindset. That's why he said, I don't say these things on my own. It is my father who is speaking through me. My thoughts are little to none so that my dad can have the space to speak through me without my opinion, you know, without my flesh acting up. Everything about Jesus was simple. Everything about him was minimalistic. He didn't live in clutter. He didn't think in clutter. And that is why he was able to stay focused. See, a lot of us aren't focused. A lack of focus is what leads to a lack of faith. When you can't focus, it creates a sweet spot of instability for the enemy to come in and destroy anything that has breath in life. But God wants to come in, as John 10, 10 says, and give you an abundance. But he cannot begin that process until you begin to declutter anything that is creating a blockage. The Bible says, let this mind be in you as it was in Christ Jesus. That means simplify some things in your life, in your mindset. Adapt the art of minimalism. So what is minimalism exactly? It is intentionally living with fewer possessions, focusing only on what you need. See, that statement, less is more, is so incredibly powerful. And I'm just now fully living in the fruit of that statement. 
God sent me on a minimalistic journey recently. And I went through my entire household from room to room, space to space, and minimalized everything. I got rid of so much baggage. And let me tell you, it felt amazing. It felt amazing. I had no idea clutter and just even if a room was put together, but there was a lot of stuff in it, just the amount of possessions, I had no idea that it affected me mentally. See, like subconsciously, you can walk into a room and if it has a lot of things in it, you automatically lose your focus. You automatically lose desire. Like there's a lot of things that can happen in you when a room isn't simple. And so he set me on that journey and I never look back and I'm pretty sure I won't ever look back. I got rid of about 80, honestly, about 95% of my closet. And then I went and picked up a few things that were going to be my staple items that I wear on a daily basis. And I made sure that anything that I held on to in my closet was useful, had intention, had purpose. I felt comfortable in it and I felt as though I looked beautiful in it. If it didn't mark off any of those check boxes, then I got rid of it. And I'm, you know, I'm living with very few items which feel amazing because I used to have decision fatigue every time I would go in my closet, get ready for the day. And of course, you know, I have other people in my house to take care of. So I can't be spending so much time in the morning trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. So getting rid of everything was, it was so freeing, honestly. And I'm so excited about my new closet. I got rid of everything in my kitchen that I was not using, you know, certain pots and pans that I never use or bowls and cups. And I just kept it nice and simple. We don't need too much. We don't need all of that. It's just a lot of baggage. Um, and so minimalism has taught me that living with less is living with more. Why? Well, because you can create space for what truly matters. What truly matters in your life. And what is that? Honestly, this could be different for everyone, but the, the overall meaning of what should matter in your life is the fact that you have peace in your heart, peace in your soul, peace in your spirit. And the opposite of peace or the absence of peace, and I'm going to break that word down for you into an acronym. The absence of that is P, people pleasing. Sometimes we hold on to items because we are trying to please people, right? We go out, we have this nice outfit that we probably don't even feel comfortable in, may not even like that much, but it is to get looks. So that people pleasing can really um, make you feel an unrest inside of you because you're looking 
for validation through people instead of asking yourself, do I like what I'm wearing today? Or do I like what's in my home? Somebody comes over to your house and you're only keeping something for others to comment on it or compliment you um, on it. That's people pleasing. It's not something that God wants us to do, right? The E in peace, extreme. So when you are not minimalistic, you could go down the road of extremes, doing too much and receiving very little to no benefit. And you may get to this point where you're like, what's the point of this? What am I doing? Why am I even thinking this way? I mean, I have personally tussled with maximalistic thinking. I believe I just made that word up, but we're just going to go with it. I have tussled with maximalistic thinking patterns that have led me down a road to no end. Had me stuck in what ifs and why did this happen and what could I have done differently? And this is what is the extreme. So that is the opposite of peace. People pleasing the opposite of peace. The E in peace is the extreme. The opposite of peace. The A in peace. Anxiety. An uneasiness feeling. That unrest. Being on edge all the time. Sometimes people might have anxiety because they are holding on too much baggage, whether that's materialistic or just something in your soul, something in your heart that's eating at you. This minimalistic um, uh, message here that I'm preaching, it connects to everything in life. Okay, this is not just about material things. The C in peace, clutter. So when you have clutter, that's the opposite of peace. Because that clutter is going to lead to stress. And when you are stressed out, your body releases a hormone called cortisol. And cortisol can lead to many different um, body dysfunctioning, brain conditions. Your hair can fall out. It can lead to speeding up uh, premature aging. Lots of things are caused by stress. The E in peace, the second E, extra, extra costs that not only costs you your money, your pockets, but also costs you your joy, your sanity. Holding on to too much stuff can cost you your sanity. So P-E-A-C-E, the opposite of minimalism is people pleasing, going to the extremes, anxiety, clutter, and extra costs. P-E-A-C-E. Those things can weigh heavily on you. Those things can distract you. And like the Bible scripture says, to whom much is given, much is required. So, The less you have, the less that will be required of you. And I don't know about you, but when God put that into perspective for me, that was freeing. That is freedom right there. Less is more. And so Matthew 6 and 34, 
It says we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. When you are the opposite of a minimalist, you worry a lot. We worry about tomorrow. See, Jesus didn't worry about tomorrow. He lived in the now. There's this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt that says, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. And that's why we call it the present. (laughs) Tell me that ain't good. That's my new favorite quote. (laughs) That's my new favorite quote. And so you're probably asking, okay, well, Adriel, you've, you know, I get it. Jesus was a minimalist. I should be a minimalist. Life would be better. But how do I do this? How do I simplify my life? Hmm. Okay, well, let's try by asking ourselves some questions. So before you buy something, ask yourself, am I buying this with intention? What use will this bring me? Am I holding on to this just to say that I have it? I mean, just start looking around your house as you go through and declutter your spaces. Ask yourself this question. Am I holding on to this just to say I have it? Because I might use it one day. Or it's just I want people to know that I have this. Am I doing it because it's a trend or do I actually have use for this in my life? If you holding on the items, clothing items that you haven't worn in a year, you're never going to wear it, right? So you really have to go through each area in your house, look around and ask, what is the intention of keeping this item? Does it truly serve a purpose in my life? Right? Okay. So that's about the materialistic possessions. Now, if we're thinking minimalistically, we're thinking about our thoughts, the thought patterns that we have on a daily. When you get stuck in a thought, catch yourself and ask, what fruit is this thought bringing me? Is it Philippians 4 and 8 approved? You know the verse that tells you how to think? Is it true? Is it just? Is it pure and lovely? Is this thought praiseworthy? If it's not in any one of those categories, then it is an intrusive thought. It's a mental, physical, and spiritual disturbance. See, Philippians 4 and 9, the very next verse says, only when we choose to meditate on the good and lovely things will the peace of God be with us. And we just talked about peace. So minimalism is going to invite peace. The absence of minimalism is going to do everything that we talked about on that list. It's going to cause anxiety. It's going to create clutter, extra costs, go to the extreme. People, please. And that's why so many of us are fighting that feeling of unrest inside of us because we're meditating 
but we're not meditating on the right things. We are meditating on sour and spoiled thoughts. We're meditating on worries. We're meditating on stuff that's out of our control. Everything in this life is temporary. None of these materialistic possessions that we're holding on to or these intrusive thoughts that we can't get out of the cycle of thinking is going to go with us to heaven. None of that is going to get us into heaven. And that's why Jesus taught us to live minimally. To live with intention. To focus more on your life instead of what you're going to wear. More on the health of your body instead of diving into your fleshly desires. Right? Instead of us being led by liquid red, we're trying to lead ourselves. While God is over here like, well, you wouldn't be going in cycles if you let me in so I can handle it. I'm knocking on the door, but ain't nobody coming to open it. It's dead bolted. See, here's the thing about science. Something God just told me. He said the farther away light is from an object, the bigger that object looks. So science says the farther away light is from an object, the bigger that object looks. You ever did that experiment before in school? So the farther away you pull God, who is Jesus, who is the light away from your situation, the bigger that circumstance is going to be for you. The bigger is going to look for you. (laughs) tell me that's not good so you have to let him in you have to minimalize your thoughts to little to none so that God can think through you speak through you and use you for his glory he wants to bring peace into your life but when you have so much clutter How in the world is God supposed to fit? He don't want to fit in the little tiny space that you you gave him. Like, oh, God, this is all my stuff. But here you go. You can can stay right here. Fit right there. There you go. He doesn't want that. He wants the fullness of your mind. He wants the fullness of your life. Minimalize your thought patterns so that God can come on in and bring brother peace with them. Minimalize your space, your closet, your kitchen, your basement. Go to work. In fact, this is your homework, literal, literal homework. What I want you to start even today or as soon as you possibly can. Focus only on what you need. Make sure you can walk into any room in your house without decision fatigue Throw out things you can't fit, you don't feel comfortable in, or you don't like the way it looks on you. Start packing light. Pack light. Live light. Think light. 
Jesus practiced this. He kept what he needed. Even when he went, he sent the disciples out two by two. He told them to basically go empty handed. Only take a staff with you. When Abraham was called, he was called to leave everything behind and follow God, trusting that God would supply. When Elijah called Elisha, Elisha didn't think twice about his possessions. He slaughtered the oxen and he burned the plow. He didn't look back. And that's how God wants us to live every single day. It says in the Bible, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So where is your heart? What is it that you treasure the most? Is it your things? Is it your possessions? Is it your thoughts? Or is it your soul, your relationship with Christ? God should be your treasure piece, not your things not your thoughts because worrying is praying to the devil and clutter is the opposite of order. God is a God of order. And if we were made in his image, naturally our brains like order, right? See, minimalism has been proven to increase your productivity and your focus because our brains like order. We cannot focus in disarray. Having a constant visual reminder of mess drains your cognitive functioning. Whether or not you realize it at first, your brain knows it. Your brain knows if you're walking into a room and it's in this clutter everywhere. So a nice simplistic space will automatically make you more productive. Try minimalism. Keep a minimalistic mindset in a minimalistic space. And I'm telling you, it'll help you only value what truly matters from this day forward, which is your health, the fact that you are alive and well and breathing, the condition of your relationships, and your walk with the Lord. These are the most important things that God wants us to focus on. So I love you and I will be back when the Lord put something on my heart to talk about. Um, Have fun with this, with this homework that I gave you today. I sure had a blast minimalizing every room in my house. In fact, I stopped buying toys from my kids because you buy the toys And within a week, they done playing with them. They don't want them no more. And they're just creating more clutter when we need more space. So um, it's been great. I love you so much. And I pray you have a great rest of the week. And remember to always stay rid. When I say that, y'all, that means stay rooted in all things God. Take yourself out of this world. Put yourself in God's hands and stay there. All right. Love you so much. Have a good one.